Bonsoir, mes camarades de jeu, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. Our campaign is Reign of Terror. It was developed by Mark Morrison and is available on the Chaosium website. I'm Maitre de Jouis, Mick Swan, and this is episode 14. So without any further delays, commencez notre voyage dans le tenet. So it is that we have become fugitives, thanks no doubt to that putain de mer Rougault. I can't say that we are surprised. We did what soldiers do. We accused and attacked him in his home. And once again, he used some kind of dark magic on us, made us into fools. We have nothing now. We went to warn Pressy, but he seems to have fled to where we do not know. I hope we can find him. It is foolish to imagine even for a moment that we can escape this fate of ours. Here is where we were born to live this life. And what a piece of shit it has turned out to be. Our only goal now is to have our revenge on this monster of Paris, to take his magic and stab him through the heart with it, to bring him down and feed him to the ghouls down there in the dark to stop his plans of sacrificing Paris to this unspeakable god, Azathoth. You are on the run. Indeed. Um, life is hard in Paris. Life is doubly hard if you've decided that you're going to live... Um, out of sight of the authorities, especially at a time like this. Um, you, you managed to find a, a low boarding house um, in the parlance of the day. Um, it is uh, a horrible place. Mm. And uh, the three of you decide quite quickly with, without even discussing the matter, just with, just with a cursory uh, glance at, at, at the bed, there is, a, there is an unspoken uh, decision that, that tonight you will, you will all see, st- sit. Uh, tonight you will all sleep sitting in the chairs. Mm. Um, it's a particularly disreputable mattress. You think, if you look at it for long enough, you can possibly see it twitching a little. Uh, we need to find Pressy. Uh, do any of you have any idea where he has gone? A place that he would feel safe. A church. No, they probably would look for him in a church. They're probably looking for us in a church, which is a lot. Does his wife have any cousins or siblings or family, extended family? That she could... So much has happened to them. Her father, I'm sure other relatives of hers have also been executed. They were part of the aristocracy. That 
that seems like perhaps the best choice, unless uh, perhaps uh, he decided to go back to the beginning and is weeding out outside the walls. Um, from from uh, from outside the room, you hear the sound of uh, something hitting a, a metal bucket, and uh, a woman's voice. Um, Shouting out whatever the the eighteenth century French equivalent of of dinner's up. Uh, I uh, I think our our minor priorities to find Pressy. We must uh, uh, in our in our moving around the town. We should see if we can find him at night in the dark. Uh, but our main goal, I think, is to have our revenge. Well. We need to find that book. Absolutely. But do you think Pressy would take his wife into the catacombs? Oh, no. With our friend, our new friend, Guillaume? Oh, no. It would be the only place that they could not look for her and him. But that's exactly where her goal would be, I'm afraid. Not with with Guillaume. Guillaume, right? His, His wife is of a delicate mental state. I think that would push her over the edge. A little, a, a little madness, as opposed to the guillotine, would he would do anything to protect her? It's just a thought. It would be the only safe haven besides the church. I could think he would run to. Well, I, I don't know if there are very many churches that are still open, though. Well, yeah. revolution has not been kind to them. My guess is he's doing exactly what we are doing. If we look in the low places, we may find him. We, you know, uh, but the book is priority. When when we were in the catacombs, Rogo did not have the book. Did not Guillaume tell us that Guillaume himself has looked for the book and? Yes, he does not, not does not bring it into the catacombs. So perhaps it is in his home, which. Is why we went there in the first place, but so if we watch his house and at night he goes to the catacombs to do his evil deeds, we can break into his home and steal his book under the cover of dark. <sighs> Hopefully, he does not have any more dark magic about his home. Ah, that's what we said last time, and we were quite wrong. Out of the frying pan and into the fryer again. Into the fire. Fire. What if we were to set a fire uh, in the, uh, let's say there's like a livery, is there maybe a livery thing right next to his house or wherever his, something that would have something flammable like hay? And when all of the servants come running out to stop the fire, to put out the fire, to watch the men putting out the fire, we go in and we take his stuff. It's a possibility. We make it a big enough fire that it will take them an hour to put it out. But there is also the concern that uh, a book being of particular value to him, he may have special orders. If something like that is to occur, 
take these books, keep protect them with your lives, and then all of a sudden we are facing footmen again. Well, maybe um, I, I should explain that um, uh, Rigaud, uh, uh, Rigaud's home is uh, an apartment. Um, what I believe might be called a maisonette. It's it's on two levels. Okay. Um, but it, it it is not a house on its own, so it doesn't have um, a livery stables. Okay. Um, and the only real entrance into it um, is 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 the front door inside the building. But as you as you know from when you visited it before, there there is also a tradesman's entrance uh, that leads straight into the, the kitchens. Well, do you think from from the layout that we saw when we were in there? we can guess probably where his apartment is or where his room in the building is. If we need to scale the wall and go through the window. Um, you would be aware from your experience of, of having been in the house before. Um, you would know the, the vague layout of the house um and then you would be familiar with uh the kitchen um uh, a drawing room and a sitting room um and you you passed another room that the the may may maybe have been a dining room um but up, upstairs you saw just a hall um, some very nice pieces of artwork, and um, well, we saw a door that given, he was given, out. yeah, given, given, given where you 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 saw him come from, you, you can assume that that must be um, perhaps his his bedroom or a study or something. So we either go in covertly, or I'm still thinking if we set something on fire across the street. Something where uh, somebody might run up to their front door, knock on them, and ask the men to come and help put out the fire. But such a spectacle would have all eyes either. They would all be on the fire. They wouldn't be on the building. We could go in and hopefully grab the book and be out again before anybody even knew we were there. It's risky. Because with that, everyone will be awake. But without uh, without it, then we well, may we, have... We risk going in in the night, in the dark, uh, if everyone is asleep, trip and fall, knock over a glass of champagne or a vase, and we make a noise... In this case, if we made a noise or broke something, they would all be outside looking at the fire. I don't know. It's an idea. Which of us is best suited to the uh, to the infiltration? I can well, tell I, you, it is I'm not. I am very stealthy. As am I. So I think we're about equal in the stealth. Well then, but uh, Dupont can handle himself a lot better in a fight than I can. If it is you two sneaking in, then uh, uh, I am happy to leave the choice between uh, 
under cover of night or under cover of neighborhood fire to you. You know, I am also nervous because he might be expecting it now. Or he might just be too pompous and think we've been taken care of already. He, he denounced us, I am sure of it. And he knows that we have not been apprehended. We must be very careful. Yeah, even more so than last time. I think we, we misjudged them. We thought that they would just cower before the soldiers. So perhaps... Uh... No, we could go in silently and murder everybody in the house. <laughs> it was uh, a thought I had. People can't call out and uh, and bring the alarm down if we uh, cut their throats. Mm. Those people, though, they 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 did not seem to be wrapped up in Fenelix or in uh, uh, the doctor's business. Like Fenelix men, they were. Dark and scary men. They, they knew what they were in for. Those maids and footmen. Well, Monsieur Babon, kill a few people, a handful of people to save an entire city. Okay. Let the whole city burn. We can all move to Germany. Well, here's the thing. I am not exactly the most stealthy person in the world. I'm not going to hear anything that I knock over, let alone uh, someone sneaking up on me. So it's going to come down to the two of you. And if you think that is what we need to do to, to uh, dispatch every member of that household, then I give you my blessing for it and I will do everything I can to uh, facilitate it. But ultimately... It is going to fall on your shoulders as the... Uh... I understand. And if, if you'd like, while, while you begin uh, uh, keeping an eye on his home for uh, when he leaves, because obviously he mu- he, we, cannot, we cannot do this while he is there. That is, if, if nothing else is true, that is our only... He is a fact. witch. While he is gone, so we must watch the home until then. While, while one of you watches that, I can begin to ask around the city and try to find uh, Pressy. Pressy and see perhaps, uh, I mean, you know, whether uh, some churchmen know of him or anything of the sort. I'm then, uh, can I do like a psychology role on, oh, I don't have much. Uh, psychology role on Pressy. Maybe I know his habits enough to answer. I know where I think he would go. <laughs> now, I'm not sure about this because what you're asking here, Tom, is is can you invent the science of profiling <laughs> and predict where he is? Well, no. I've worked with him for 25 years. And say, if I know Pressy, he'll head straight for. The Bluebell Lodge on the edge of, you know, I don't know. Okay, if you say Well, look, I'll let you do it, but to get anything even vaguely useful, um, 
you would need an extreme. Okay, that's a four. I have to get oh. better. 63, is that close enough? <laughs> can, I use, can I use luck? <laughs> no. I don't have that we much luck. No, you can't. <laughs> There's no luck in this game. I still feel um, lost, Dupois. <laughs> yeah, you remember once that he said he went to a house somewhere? So yeah. you think, like, I don't know, there's maybe a chance he might be staying in a house. <coughs> <laughs> Une maison. Maison, yeah. Une maison, oui. Maison de l'orange. Et le songe est dans l'arbre. Wait, I do have an idea. He is living now with his... Is, is he marry her? Did he marry yes. Her? yes. His wife. He's living now with his wife. They were wife. married in a civil union. But where, where did he live before that? Uh, with us in the in barracks. barracks. Oh. Hmm. Bubble, in, the, in the old days, before the revolution, um, they would probably have moved into uh, the married quarters, but um, they're now hmm. occupied by various apparatchiks of the, the new... I was just the, thinking, maybe he would go home. I don't know if that makes any sense to where his family came from originally. I don't know where they came from. Well, I have just some ideas as to where you might look. Well, I, I can ask around and uh, go collect prints from the barracks and uh, Prince and I will uh, make our way around the city and who knows? If anyone can find him, it will be him. I would be very careful about going back to the barracks. It's running with all kinds of uh, soldiers. They're all looking for you. I'm afraid Prince is on his own. If we can sneak back by night and get Prince, we will. We need to start surveillance on the house immediately. Yeah. I say we divide that up. Yigel? You watch the house. I will search for. Uh, uh, I will search for uh, Pressy. See what I can find around the city. Perhaps uh, the old clergy. See if any of them may know. And uh, um, Dupois, I will leave it to you to decide whether you want to burn down the the neighborhood or sneak in with Ujel and slit throats in the night. I will. I will go with Ujel. <laughs> and if I if I see the opportunity. I will tell you frankly, if I see the opportunity, I will take it. And if I encounter any resistance, I will take it also. Remember, do not, uh, do not make any moves until you know for a fact that he has gone from the house for some time. Oui. That is the only, the only overriding concern that we have. Uh, so uh, I wish you the best. <laughs> Hopefully the city does not swallow me while I look for Pressy. Farewell. Be careful. I'm going to say by, by the time you finish discussing this and uh, ironing everything out, I'd say it's probably now about eight o'clock in the evening. Okay. Um, so if if you're going over to Rigaud's house, 
fly over there. I would imagine you'd get there about half past eight. Okay. And um, I'm uh, just one of you, for, on, on behalf of the pair of you, if just one of you could make a, um, a stealth roll for me, just, um, just for you sort of arriving quietly in the shadows, really. I'll do it. Uh, 18. 18 out of 70. So that's... Uh, that's very good. Uh, almost extreme. It's a hard... Well, you just, you know, you you slide in unseen. We we both have the same um, uh, stealth, so. Oh, sorry, something just come up. On my I teach you, Gel, that we should we should use battle language. We don't we don't pronounce the letter the letter S. We pronounce it like a th. That way, okay. because people, people, even people with moderate hearing, they can hear people whispering by hearing the s- 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 sound. Nice. Oh, I'd, I'd imagine. I mean, you've been, you, you know, you, you we're soldiers, you, yeah. You've, you're soldiers. You've, you've served together for a few a few years now. You know, you, you you you'll have your own little system of of little nods and symbols and. You know, it won't be anything codified, but you'll understand that amongst yourselves. You know. um, so what's your plan of action immediately? Well, we're towards the back of the house. We want to see well, if any of the lights are on. Sorry. Okay. I was just going to say, he will not go in and out of the tradesman's entrance. He's too dignified to do that. So if he leaves, he'll come out the front. Okay. At least that's my thinking on it. He wouldn't be seen going out the back with the maids. He's proud. He'll go in and out his front door. Okay. At least that's my, my take on, on him. Why don't you position yourself where you can see the front, and I'll position myself where I can see the back, and if you see him go... You come and tell me. If I see him go, I'll come and tell you. Okay. I, I don't expect him to go out the back. Yeah, of course not. But I'm trying to see if the lights are on. Oh, absolutely. If I see any flickering of kerosene lamps or anything. And do we know if his room or study was on which side of the house it was on? Um, from your experience of being in the house... Uh, you could extrapolate that the the upstairs room that he came from, um, which is presumably either a bedroom or a study or something, um, would have been um, towards the the inside of the um, of the building. Uh, so there, there may be possibly there may be uh, a window on sort of the far left of the property, uh, on the on the second floor at the far left of the property. There might possibly be a window that might okay. so I'm, might, I'm might be that for, room. I'm looking late. for uh, avenues of egress so that we can climb a drain pipe or uh, the brickwork or some way to get up to the second. Well. 
Yeah. Um, I mean, there, there, there are ways, um, there are ways of getting up there, but um, from, from, from where, from where the apartment is, I mean, it's, 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 it's quite overlooked um, every, everywhere except the back and uh, on the back of the building. Um, I'm sorry, what do you mean it's over? It's over yeah, um, there are, um, it's on the corner of the building. Okay. So uh, on, on those two sides, um, it, it can be seen from the street. Right, um, but it's dark. On, There's probably not. And we're, we're oh yes, yes, it, it's dark, but there are there are still occasional there are people roaming about. Um, you know, a, a lot of people have nowhere to live. There are opportunist criminals about at all hours of the day as well. So. Okay, it's a um, it's also a an apartment. Are there other apartments attached to it on either side? Uh, there are other apartments in the building. Yes, are any of them and, abandoned? Uh, Is there a... uh, not not that you can see? There seem to be lights on here and there. Um, in, have... in the building, in the building that you two are, are watching, in the apartment that you're watching, um, certainly Dupois, you can see that there are um, uh, lights on uh, in the kitchen. Okay. What you take to be the kitchen and larder and pantry area, um, and similarly, uh, there are um, some lights on um, upstairs um, at the opposite end from the, the the room where you saw him in. Most notably, there are there are three uh, windows along uh, the end, the end corner wall, um, and there's there's a light coming from what seems to be the middle one of those ones. It's difficult to tell. Okay. It could be just one big room, or it might be uh, a small room in the middle of three. So basically, I'm looking for ways to get up there on the outside that will work you know even if i have to go well there, there are there are there are certainly there are drain pipes yes okay question uh how many stories is this or is he the top floor um his apartment occupies the ground floor or first floor and the second floor but is there another apartment above him there is a one, another one above him. There are four in the block. Okay. Okay, one more thing. So you go through the main door into the building, and then there's apartments from there? Um, or does every apartment have its own entrance? Every apartment, this apartment does have its own uh, entrance, yes. So some of them have stairs going up then to the... Maybe maybe metal staircases going up to the second, third, fourth, fifth floor. Um, there there seems to be some sort of um, internal lobby arrangement for for some of the other um, upper okay. buildings. It's um, it's not entirely clear from looking in. There is there is a door that appears to lead to to a corridor. Okay. While we continue surveying, hopefully he'll come out. Hopefully he hasn't already left. So I was thinking maybe he might already have been gone. I was sitting here waiting for him to leave. We might have thought uh, to send a messenger to give him some sort of message personally. And if he's not there, then we'll know he's not there. 
I was thinking that too, but then that might alert him to some activity too. Well, I didn't you'd always, know. You'd always have written something that says, you know, your your presence is requested at Frenchie at, at oh, I wouldn't be Versailles. I don't know where it would be, but anyways, we hadn't thought of that, so we can't do that at this point. Um, so that's what we're doing. We're we're just surveying. Okay, um, Ujel, could you give me a spot hidden roll, please? All right. Like uh, oh, sixty-eight out of seventy. Wow. Okay, that's that's fine. Um, quite, it's quite easy to see. I mean, it's you mean you're focused on on that apartment, um, and from where you are, the main. Um, the main thing to focus on at the front of the house was um, there, there was a, a little sign of light downstairs in um, what maybe I think it was the, the dining the, no it was the drawing room I think you recall from when when you were there um, and uh, about ten o'clock the uh, the lights dimmed downstairs and then uh, a few minutes later seemingly um, uh in, in 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 concert with that the uh the light upstairs the middle light upstairs um got a little bit brighter just like someone had just turned up a gas light right. probably at about five minutes past and that's the yeah, room it was, that... it was shortly after you heard a you heard a, a bell somewhere marking the hour and it was shortly after that that the the light and that is presumably the study and or bedroom that the light got brighter in? Um, no, the, 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 the room uh, from which Rigaud emerged last time was at the opposite end of the apartment. On that floor, but at the opposite end. So this might be a servant's quarters that have lit up. Now, is Dupas with me, or is he on the other side? We keep meeting to tell him. Okay, that's... All right, good, good. Um, wonder what that was. Um, Dupois, mm -hmm. a little after 10, it's actually a little bit later than the, the, uh, the incident that uh, Ujel just witnessed, but uh, say about 20 past 10. Um, the door of the kitchen opens and uh, there's a bit of a sound of chattering and uh, a couple of young women and an older woman and uh, a, a man, maybe a middle-aged man. It's diff difficult to tell from just looking at their shadows. But they look familiar from when you were in there before. Um, they uh, move their way outside and they, they hang around in the little gravel area outside the back door for a moment. Um, and the, the old woman lingers around the door you hear very clearly the click of a key and uh, they all shuffle off together um, seemingly moving um, uh, together in a group for, for their own safety you presume right um, and they, I'm, uh, I'm hugging the shadow so that nobody sees me yes they just they just wander off. And see that they've they've no 
particular interest in their surroundings. They're, 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 they, they're, they're just like they're, they're concerned with just getting home at the end of a, a long and tiring working day. Okay. I, uh, I uh, try to attract Yuzhal's uh, attention. I, I um, eventually I, I spot him and I start heading over towards his, towards him. The uh, the servants have left for the night. Can we assume they would not leave him alone there? Maybe that light we saw was one of the footmen. Maybe he just stays on the premises, or one of the there's somebody who has to stay there to choke the fire or to whatever. We. So maybe there's one person, one servant left, or one footman left. The other one's dead. I don't think he hired somebody in in, in a couple hours. Have you seen Have you seen any activity? Just just that, that the dimming of the light and the, the the light being turned on on the gas. That was all the movement I've seen. But I think we have no choice but to try. If we well, we do have a choice. Well, I mean that he's up there asleep. We would be fools. We would give all of our plan away. Well, the servants are out. The servants are out. That is, that is most important. I'm surprised. But uh, let's say there's one or two people maybe in the house, if not him. So at most, we could think. Do we still see any lights? Oh well, I was just going to ask when you were having this conversation. Um, uh, Dupois, have you gone around the front to Ugel? Yeah. Okay. Um, yes, there is. There are still lights. There's a um, uh, a dim light downstairs uh, in the drawing room, um, which could quite easily be just from the fire, and there's um, quite a, quite a bright light. Coming from uh, the uh, the middle of the three windows at the front. Well, me. Usual, can you whistle? Uh, yeah. I think I'm going to try and go in. Be very quiet. I will do my best to avoid anyone that's in there. And be very quiet. Uh. Okay, well, just as you're preparing um, to uh, make a sortie uh, to, to get into the property, um, you've, been, you've been standing there for, you know, huddled in the, in, the, in the bushes for a while now, discussing what you're going to do. And um, probably for a little bit longer than you think. Uh, because off in the distance, you you hear the uh, the now quite familiar sound after you've been out here for quite a while. The now familiar sound of the uh, the church bell tolling the hour, mean, meaning that it's now eleven o'clock. Okay. And it gets to about the um, ninth chime, and the light in the uh, in the middle window dims again um almost at exactly the same time as that happens maybe um on the 10th 
uh, chime from the bell. You hear the sound of a carriage pulling around the corner, um, some way up the uh, the Rue de la Paix. The, the, the <clears throat> I'll try again. Um, the Rue de la Paix. Sure and it's and it, it it's it's trotting at a, at a at not not ridiculously fast, but at at a reasonable canter. It's um coming towards you. Um, to the similarly, center. at the same time, there is um again a light. Um, the light in the drawing room gets a little bit brighter as well. Um, actually, I'll tell you what. Um. Both of you give me an intelligence roll. He's about to leave. Somebody coming to pick him up. Or he's coming back. I failed. I failed. Okay. <laughs> doesn't that one doesn't matter? That was just I was just okay. Gonna, that you worked something out, but um, okay. So it's about five minutes after the the um, the chimes and. Um, the, the light is suddenly extinguished in the drawing room. Uh, the door opens, and uh, a, a figure who is—he's he's wrapped himself up to, to to try and obscure his identity, but it's still quite clearly Doctor Rigo. Hi, Citizen Rigo. He looks anxiously from side to side, and. Uh, then jumps up on the cart, and uh, there's a there's a holler from the, from the carter, and uh, they 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 drive off. Um, this time up the uh, Rue Neuve Saint Augustin. 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 Now, was this like a handsome cab or just like a? No, this was this was um, like one of the uh, one of the tumbrils that you would have seen at the. Uh, of the catacombs. Okay. Let him go, and then we will. We will begin. So as soon as he's out of earshot, out of, and gone, we don't hear the carriage anymore. Let us hope, my dear Eugène, that this is not a trap. Yes, I know. Now, from being out here for so long. Which is the quieter, the front door or the back door? Mm. Or is there windows? Back door would be the easiest, wouldn't it? That's what I'm thinking, but... Um, well, the, 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 the front door is more overlooked from the road. Right. Uh, but the back door, um, you've, you've got the risk of having to walk across gravel to get to it. Uh, in both cases... Um, very, there's very little in the way of street light. Okay. Um, some some of the street lights have been broken, and there, there simply isn't the infrastructure to to go around fixing them. Though those that are working have been lit, um, and there is a a, a a lot less light at the back of the property. Okay, let us uh, let us go to the back door. Uh, now, Dupont, I'm not skilled at picking a lock. Leave it to me. I am better at picking pockets than picking. First of all, is it locked? 
Yeah. We heard them lock it, remember? Oh, yeah. I have. Well, I mean, you can you can uh, roll uh, um, lock to see um, if it's locked or unlocked, but um, I'm probably going to have to give you 15 penalty dice. Okay. If you do that. All right. Almost, because it... You basically did see the woman lock the door. Right. I'm so, not, yeah, it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty definitely locked. But I do have locksmith, so... Yes. Uh, not on my first try. <laughs> I got 61 out of 55, so... I could... Could I spend six luck? No, you can't spend oh, any that's luck. That's right, no luck. It's half of the scenario at all. Um... There is no luck in Paris right now. No one has any luck left. Um, well, you you have you, you have an initial go at it, and um, it's it's not that it's a particularly well made lock. Um, it's just that it's been very very poorly maintained. So it's you can kind of feel it, and you can tell where the tumblers are, but. Um, you can't quite get them to shift. It's just a bit too stiff. Okay. Um, how how heavy is the door? If I tried um, to force it, it'd probably make it much. It's a it's a good solid door. And um, I mean, whoever whoever put the door in realized that yeah, this this side of the house was probably where people were going to break in. Um, you know, it's a, it's a good solid door. It's just got a little, uh, a little hole in it, for, presumably for checking the identity of tradesmen. And there might be somebody upstairs, though. Maybe. I think he would leave at least one footman to guard the place when he was in our house. It's entirely possible that there may be people in the house. Yes. Probably got to be quiet. Um, yeah. Well, let's check if is are there any windows available nearby that we can slip into. Well, the the, the windows uh, the windows on, on on the ground floor um, all have bars, oh. but the uh, the windows above um, uh, are are shut as far as you can see, but then they're, they're not barred. We could oh, use the bar. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. We could climb the bars and stand on the bars. Or at least use them to get up to the next level. Well, there's something uh, solid to hold on to. There's drain pipes. Um, hopefully, they're fairly solid. Well, I'd, I'd say now that um, given that you've spent a little bit of time reconnoitering the uh, the back of the building again, uh -huh. close up where you are, trying to look for a way in. Um, I think that's that's going to give us enough time that we we can say that um, you know if if you wanted to you could resolve to possibly have another crack at the at the lock. Can um, I assist in any way? Two people trying to pick the same lock. Uh, I didn't. I didn't do it. I got a seventy-eight that time. Jeez, I've got good lock picking skills. You can't, you can't understand it a lot. It's it just, a lousy lock. You've got it there, and you just go, you go, and it can just I, breaks. Can I try uh, prying the uh, the door open? Uh, oh, I don't know. I'm sure what the hell can I do? If you've got anything to pry it open with. 
Uh, I got my knife. Daggers. It's not going to do it. It's a big You could. Um... I'm light. Just try and hoist me up to the to the one of the windows. Let's see if we can just get it open. Yeah, if there's a way we can get up there, yeah, I'll I'll try hoisting him up. Remember, I'm I'm thin framed. I'm not very large and I'm man scared. at all. Yeah, though he is, he is very easy. You do you do find him unusually light. Um so I think I'm going to uh give you uh a bonus dice. Um I suppose it would be strength, wouldn't it? Yeah. 41 and 12. Uh, and I've got an 80 strength. So I basically pick him up and toss him off. <laughs> okay. My goodness, you're light. I'm very light for a man. Now then, Ugel. Um, I'm going to require um, a dexterity roll from you because essentially you weren't quite expecting to be flung up with such force <laughs> and you find yourself sort of tossed up into the air like a tumbler. And uh, you have to quit, think, think quickly and, and just grab a windowsill or a bit of drain pipe or something. 38 out of 60. Okay. Almost a hard. Um, quite deftly, you manage to you grab um, a windowsill with one hand, uh, a bit of drain pipe with the other hand, and uh, one of your feet even goes um, onto... Um, uh, some form of uh, architectural whimsy that I don't know the name of. Like the, the window of. frame or something. It's, it's, um, it's something that's jutting out. Um, maybe it's a cornice. Maybe a little particle above the door. Yeah, it could be, it could be a cornice or a portico or, uh, or um, it, might, it might even just be just, just a, a regular nook. Well done, Yosha. It's not a cranny. <laughs> of course, we'll see if the window definitely not a cranny. Okay, um, well, I mean, there is a, there is a window. Um, uh, I, I'm I'm going to need a climb roll for you to get just into into a position where you think you might be able to attempt to open the window. All right, hold on. Oh, not good at all. Ninety five out of forty. Now, um, is 95? I think nine. A critical failure, or is it? 98, 99, and 100, I believe. I hate it when the GM leaves this to the dice. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it says a fumble is 96 to 100, so I'm going to assume that, yeah, I'm going to say that it's not. Um, but you, you, um, careful, careful. Uh, you, you, you kind of, uh, you, you take one hand off the drain pipe and try and, and try and brace yourself up. And that doesn't quite work. So you take the other hand off the windowsill and try and move yourself around like that. And, and um, can I you, put a, a hand up to like hold his feet? Not this round. Okay. I mean, for for this round, you're just kind of hanging um, on the side of this building, um, not um, not entirely sure of your footing. You can't, you just can't quite figure out where to to put your arms and legs to get the, the 
the right purchase to get up to the to the windowsill. I'm going to leave us with the cliffhanger and then have uh, Pressy and uh, <laughs> Bavon. Oh yeah, well let's go. Let's go over to uh, Bavon. Um, no, you've you've spent the day, um, well, the evening. You spent the evening visiting uh, a, 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 as many uh, disreputable soldiers' dives as 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 you can possibly think of, um, and you have seen oh, all manner of people, uh, old comrades. Uh, people you'd forgotten about, people you'd forgotten you hated. Um, but no no one has seen hide nor hair of Pressy. Most of them don't even want to discuss Pressy with you. Um, <laughs> quite a lot of them don't want to discuss anything with you. Um, you're not someone they want to be seen with. Um, it's only the real hell raisers and troublemakers who are even willing to talk to you in the first place which is why i guess you've you've ended up in places like this um as the night wears on it starts getting quite frustrating that um it's almost that you can feel word of of um of your denouncement spreading almost around you because with every new place you walk into, it seems less and less people want to talk to you. Um, make a spot hidden for me, please. See, that's an 11, which is out of, a, yeah. Uh, I need a 12 for uh, an extreme success, so that's an extreme. Okay. Um, it started probably in about the third bar. Well, I mean, you can't really call them bars. It's just a room with a table and booze. Tavern. Even tavern seems like dive. Seems like the right word. Um, it started about the second or third one that, that, that you'd visited. And then nothing for a couple of them, and then another one, and you started noticing that you were being followed. And it was difficult to tell at first because there's a lot of scruffy little urchins running around. But one in particular keeps catching your eye because he seems to be the same scruffy little urchin. Whenever you turn around in all of these places, and um, after a while, you realize that he has realized that you've seen him as well. And he's trying um, to pretend that he's not watching you. But eventually, and by now, it's, you know, it's, it's, um, it's gone 11 o'clock at night. Um, but you come out of one of these places where maybe only a couple of real old drunkards were, were even willing to grunt at you. And uh, 
you virtually run straight into this kid. Um, I mean, he, he's, he's inches away from you, um, looking up at you with, with a look of terror on his face. And um, he, he just looks at you and his, 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 his bottom lip just starts shaking and, and, and he, holds, he, he holds out a, a trembling hand um, with a piece of paper. Okay. Uh, I'll uh, take the paper from him and say, uh, thank you, monsieur. Uh, I appreciate it. And uh, slowly unfold it as I look between him and the paper. On the piece of paper, in um, a very creditable handwriting, uh, there is uh, an address written. Um, beneath that, it says, come quickly. And uh, then it's signed Pressy. And then un under that, um, in quite small, uh, scratchy writing, um, still a very, actually more so than Pressy's, a very elegant hand, but um, very, very scratchy. Um, there's a, a little note written underneath it that says, give the boy something. <laughs> um, I'm going to look through what I've, what I've got with me and, uh, um, you shall advantage to get it, scrape us together some, some provisions in exchange for our guns and uniforms and everything. So I'm just going to grab something out from that, uh, and I'm gonna put it in my my wooden hand, and when he goes to take it, I'm gonna pop the hand off and say, "Oh no, what have you done?" So hang on, so what are you what are you actually offering the child? What just like, like a, a yeah, so, some some jerky yeah. or something and that. No, 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 no. <laughs> so some some of the 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 food provisions that you okay. don't. Okay, round it up, you know, like uh, the the, the child the child does does not react in any way whatsoever to the spectacle of your hand falling off. He doesn't do anything in reaction other than immediately just diving to his knees to grab the food that's fallen off the hand. Like it's it's almost as if like this kid who's maybe no more than five or six years old um, has lived through so much that the the spectacle of a man's hand just spontaneously dropping off doesn't even phase him. He pat him on the head. Notices. <laughs> Put my hand back up, hand back on. Everyone is a critic. <laughs> and uh, uh, he, he scampers off uh, chewing a, a bit of um, dried meat and make my way uh, to the address uh, before I go in though I'm going to look over the look over the place 
Alright, um, they'll give you a spot hidden. Uh, 68 out of 61, so I do not make that. It's just, it's a shithole. Um, any signs of hired goons or anything of the sort? From what I saw? Um, any signs of anybody awake by this time of night? There are people awake. There's a lot of very disreputable people milling around. Yeah, so it's not, it's not a good area at all. Okay. Okay. I mean, there's at least one or two people who look like they'd, they'd probably kill you if, if it came down to it. Okay. I'm gonna keep my hatchet in my hand, but but like low at the si- at, at my side, just in case, and make my way in. Okay. Um. It it is not a very nice building. the the uh, The ground floor of the building um, looks like it's almost rotted away for the most part. Um, it's just a bare brick. Um, and you look into what presumably was was the living room of this house. Um, as you go past, it's just the first small room on the left, and. It's just a bare brick room. Um, most of the uh, floorboards are missing, and uh, from what you you can tell, they've been, they've been burned on the fireplace. And uh, in the one corner of the room where there's still uh, an old straw mattress, just on the on the last remaining four or five floorboards, um, there's just an, an, an unhappy looking couple. Um, sort of sitting there, just staring at the at the fire. A familiar-looking unhappy couple. No, no, <laughs> you've never you've never seen this two these two before. Um, the back of the building downstairs. Um, you, 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 I mean, you get to the, the the foot of the stairs, and the the the, the hall is just so full of of uh, rubbish and detritus that there's just no way through there so the only way open to you is to go up the stairs um and getting to the top of the stairs um almost immediately around to the left uh is a door uh the paint is uh peeling it's um quite unpleasant sort of mint green paint um and you can you can see a, a slight flicker of light from beneath it beneath it oh I'll, I'll uh rap on the door with my axe and just have it ready in case it's an ambush there's a um there's a pause, and then uh, you see a shadow move across the light uh, under the door, and uh, slowly the door starts to creak open, and uh, you see a, a, a familiar face. Uh, peering around the corner 
and uh, you are reunited with uh, your old comrade Pressy. Oh, how good it is to see you! Oh, oh, quite a day. Um, well, uh, come, on, come in, come in, come in. Uh, I see. Uh, I see you got tired of living the high life, eh? Couldn't help yourself. You had to return to the squalor of your previous life. I understand. It's comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, Melody. Like this. <laughs> so, it's good to see you alive, my friend. Uh, and you? We, we were nearly not so. Uh, Dupois, Eugel, and I, uh, we have had some misfortune with uh, our mutual doctor friend. He is much more powerful than we had thought. And... Uh, uh, a terrible danger. And where where is Dupont and Hugel? <laughs> uh, they are currently um, assisting him with uh, uh, a moving project, uh, moving a certain book from inside of his house into our possession, assuming everything goes well. This is terrible. We should have been done with all of this. One would think, but uh, <laughs> who knows? Uh, we did um, perhaps soon, one way or another. I, I suspect uh, we, we will we will be done, whether it's uh, uh, at the end of uh, uh, Madame Guillotine or uh, at the end of the uh, whatever awaits uh, our vicious doctor friend. So. Um, so good to see you're safe, but uh, there's still much to be done. I, I think if we can expose or or defeat the uh, Rigaud, perhaps uh, perhaps there will be hope for us yet. So, uh, I've been denounced. <laughs> Not just you, my friend. All of us. All of you. So we, we got the guillotine. It'll be coming soon for us. Yes, but uh, I can tell you they are uh, uh, meticulously maintained. I have learned that much in my in my travels over the last few days. I'm. Uh, I, I just. <laughs> if, if anything, the last few days have taught me that uh, I, I do not really wish to meet uh, our Lord and Savior as soon as I thought I would. Now, if anything, I. I, I I, I, I'm ready to leave the city. I would like to, to, to get out of here. We're only here because this is the, the property of, uh, well, it was the property of Melody's father, but, but no one seems to have repossessed it. So we're living here mm. until we can find out a place to go. Is, it, is there something I can do to, to help? Well, Presumably, if so, let, let's 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 get it done because I, I I just want to get away. I I'd never want to look on this city again. If by now, Rigaud is making one of his evening forays into the catacombs, that would leave Eugel and Dupois to be sneaking into the home. Now, if he has any um, men at arms about the home, then they may be running into trouble right about now. So. Uh, uh, the sooner we can get back to them, the better. They are uh, currently casing 
casing the home, waiting for an opportunity, and then given our limited window, uh, after all, one does not survive being denounced very long. Um, they, uh, I suspect, plan to strike this evening if they have a chance. I... Well, I... I... I will not turn my back on you. I, 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 I will go. It, it, Melody, she will not understand, so we should just go now before... Um, if she needs something to keep herself safe, I still have my pistol. It's one of the few weapons we have left. I don't think the people here are a threat to her. Uh, no, let's just leave and so we can get this over and done. We oui, oui, well... Uh... Take the time to kiss your bride goodbye uh, and uh, promise her that you will see her again. Whatever whatever needs to be done, don't end, don't end up like the couple downstairs. I'll uh, wait for you in the street, my friend. So, uh, so I, actually, I do try to just slip out of the room. Is, is Melody nearby? Did she hear all of that? Um... Even, even even in her best moments, she's she's not um, in a, in a great condition at the moment. But at this time of night, yes, as uh, as as the disembodied voice of Dupois reminded us, um, she uh, she's had a few drops of uh, laudanum by oh. this point, and and she is she is dozing. Um, well, not contentedly, but she's dope. Well, then, I, then I'm just going to slip out and firmly close the door behind me. Okay. Yeah, Make so sure I'm going to grab my, my gun, though. The the door locks. I mean, you, there there are a couple of keys, so I'll say that you'll be able to leave, lock the door, and then leave her safely there. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, you know, this the 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 room in which you're you're living is intact purely because the the door still worked. Um, gutted, but but intact. Do I have any real reason to, to fear for our safety from anybody else that's lodging there right now? Um, no. Okay. Um, you you fled with with very little and. Um, while um, you you may have things um, stashed away, um, they're not with you. Um, so there's not really any reason why anyone would choose to uh, risk battering down the door and then murdering someone who has nothing really that they want. Well, then, yeah, I slip down the stairs and yeah, look for Baban in the street. Okay, yeah, he's standing there waiting for you. <laughs> I can tell you this, uh, Pressy. The little children of the city, eh, they are uh, they are very immune to the amusements of, uh, uh, of the kind of thing that would have uh, impressed a boy before. It's kind of tragic. But anyways, uh, we don't have time to dwell on that. <laughs> Are you referring to the our, our mess the messenger boy found, I sent for you? Oh, wee oui, wee. Oui. He is uh he was uh, a ravenous little beast. 
so you fed him. What little I uh, had to share. That was better than I could give him. You still have any of your weapons? Oh, I've got my sword here and about a dozen uh, musket balls left. Oh, we shall hope that will be enough. Uh, I'm not, not going to waste them on Rago. Obviously, we, I, I, <laughs> I, I, I held that barrel up to his chest and it did nothing. <laughs> well, uh, perhaps the uh, people we may need to fight um, may be a little more successful against them. If uh, my experiences of yesterday were anything to, uh, uh, to indicate. But, well, uh, if it's us or them, they're the ones that are going to eat the musket balls. Indeed, indeed. Well, uh, follow me. It's not, not that far off. Okay, and as you uh, trot back over there, we'll um, switch back over to uh, Les Ninjas. I, so I'm teetering on the edge of a pipe slash nook. No, it's not a nook. Um, yes, yeah, so you're sort of hanging there like a proto Harold Lloyd. Yeah, quit, quit kicking your feet. Ooh. I'm going to try to <laughs> with my hands. Okay. Um, Buster, you're not Buster Keaton. <laughs> uh, give me another. Actually, just give me a dex for all this time. 56 out of 60. Okay. With, um, with Dupois hoisting you up from below, um, and uh, at, at one stage, um, uh, you, you think you might definitely have left a boot print on, on his forehead, um, but you do somehow manage to, to clamber up to get yourself into a position uh, where you think you can uh, have a go at the window. Um, in, in doing so, I'll say you, you managed to get your... Um, uh, knife or bayonet or whatever you're planning to use out and and just with a just with a, an initial just rattle um you can tell that yes the uh, the window is most certainly uh locked but it's not it's not particularly um threatening i mean it's just literally just a little catch it's a, oh, okay. it's a little catch that comes across like that so what would I need to do to open that? Would that be a sleight of hand or a dexterity? Or? Um, I'm going to say that would just be uh, a simple strength roll to force that open, followed by a stealth roll. Okay. First the strength. Oh, 65 out of 55. It's just, um, I don't have the right angle. We have been so, having lousy rolls tonight. You, yeah. you, you, you try desperately, desperately, desperately try to, to, to do it. At one point you end up, you're almost, you're almost leaning on the, 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 the knife. Um, doesn't quite seem to work. So you, um, you have to sort of uh, reposition yourself and, and struggle around a little bit. It takes a... Um, 
a, a, a few seconds to, uh, excuse me, just one second. It's a few seconds for you to um, get yourself into a better position. Oh. Um, and I'll, uh, I'll let you have another go. Right. 42, I got it. 42 out of 55. Okay, uh, and now roll um, a self. Seventy out of seventy. Oh. Okay, there's um, there's a little bit of a of a of a crack as the uh, as the lock breaks, and uh, for a moment you just you just hang there. Um, precariously hanging off the side of this building, um, listening to the sound of your own heart thumping against the masonry, and just listening to see if you can hear footsteps or anything that would indicate that someone just heard that noise. And after a few seconds, it becomes quite obvious that, no, you're okay. Or at the very least, if anyone did hear it, they're not reacting to it. But you can hear no no sign of anyone moving in the building. And uh, cautiously, in very small increments, because your, your, your heart is thumping. It's almost impossible to stop your, your hands from shaking when your heart's thumping like this. You, you, you cautiously, very quietly, open the window just enough so that you think that you can get inside and you sort of you, you half crawl half fall into the window as you try and sort of brace yourself on the other side and then absorb the impact and try and move quietly into the room watch out um, for champagne glasses <laughs> do I have stealth roll? um Yes, I'm going to need another, yes, another stealth roll for getting through the window, please. Now that he's through, can I go try the door again, see if I can jimmy the lock? 62 out of 70, so I passed. Okay. Um, yes, uh, Dupois, you can have another, another go at this. Damn it. I keep missing it by a couple of points. It's it's not that you're um, doing anything wrong. These fucking locks. It's it's just this 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 lock is um, it's it's ancient and it's a little bit rusty and it's um, every every now and then you're trying to get it open and you you pull the lock out and there's bits of filings and dirt and stuff stuck to it. It's just it's a it's just a really it could do with a good squirt of oil. It's kind of dumb, but can I look around to see if there's like a a key that they've left somewhere under a rock? <laughs> uh, make a spot hidden. Well, that one I got 19. You um, certainly see some really likely looking places that would be great places to leave a spare key if you were going to leave a spare key there. Okay. Um, and, 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 and you, you know, you turn over a few stones, you, you feel around the, uh, the top of the door frame and 
look look here and here and there and um nothing i'm afraid i hold one of the rocks in my hand like here's a key right here <laughs> but i don't want to make any noise All right. um Ugel. uh where you are here um You uh, appear to be in uh, rather a large and uh, and well set out bedroom. There's there's a there's a big bed and um, a, a number of, of, uh, of very nice cabinets. I mean, the the sort of things that really, to be honest with you, this is the sort of stuff that you you probably would have assumed. Uh, would have been um, confiscated. It's, it's all it's all a bit decadent. I uh, just want to take a quick overview of the room and see if anything jumps out at me, figuratively. Hopefully yeah. not. <laughs> um. Well, I mean. You know, it's 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 all very um, it's all it's all very tasteful. Um, uh, there's nothing here that seems out of ordinary. It's 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 just a it's just a bedroom. Um, the 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 drawers contain exactly what you would imagine bedroom drawers to to contain um, articles of clothing. Uh, there's, a, there's a dressing table, which um, the, the only thing that really strikes me about the dressing table is that there's a um, there's a uh, a wig dummy that, that um, there's actually two or three wig dummies, none of which has a single wig on them. Um, there's uh, a variety of empty pots and things, but they're men's um, clothes, correct? Oh yes, yes. Okay. I mean, it doesn't take an enormous stretch of the imagination for you to think that this is just oh, this is just where he would have just put his makeup on and right. Men don't do that now, so uh, you, you you presume that's it's no, it's no more than that. But there, there is there is nothing anywhere in this bedroom that in any way strikes you as being um, out of the ordinary. Is there anything small or valuable to pocket before I go to the door? Um, Sorry, a silver hairbrush, something that I could get a couple dollars so we could eat. Can you give me a spot hidden roll, please? 19 out of what is it? Uh, seventy. Nineteen out of seventy. In um, one of the drawers of the uh, the, the, the dressing table, uh, you find um, a, a, a rather pretty little silver snuff box. Um, it's it's definitely silver because you can see a, a hallmark on it. Um, I mean, you don't know many of. You don't know much about these things, but you can tell that it's well made. 
that is that is decently crafted. Um, and opening it up, it um, it smells of snuff, but um, it doesn't appear to have any snuff in it. Um, that, that again, snuff is a particularly rare commodity at the moment. Anything from overseas is, is difficult to get hold of right now. No, I'll quickly pocket that, and I want to go to the door and listen at the door. Okay, give me a listen roll. Oh, I'm just trying to find it. Sorry. Right. No, no, ninety-one. I thought I had a nineteen. <laughs> yeah, you can't hear anything out there. All right. So I'm going to try and slowly open the door, and um, hmm, we didn't work this out ahead of time. I'm not sure if I'm supposed to go down and open the door and let him in, or if I'm supposed to search myself. Uh. You should. All right, I'm going to pop out the window, bro. Like, stick my head out the window and look down. Find the book. I drop, I drop them down the silver snuff box, so it's one less thing on me. Snuff box? <laughs> no, I, <laughs> I, I stick it in my pocket. Find the book. Door, you, you coming in or? Find the book, find okay. the book. So I'm gonna go back to the door, try and slow, quietly open it, and I'm gonna look peer out the, into the hallway. Uh, give me a stealth roll, please. All right. Fuck me, ninety-two. Excuse my language. Squeaky floor. I'm thinking the door squeaked when I opened it. Okay, carry on. All right, so I'm gonna open the door and peek out. Look both Ooh. ways. Okay. Um, the, uh, the hallway is, uh, I have my dagger in my hand, by the way. Yeah. The whole, the hallway is dark and, um, quiet. Uh, there is, um, at the far end of the hall, there is, there is a door directly ahead of you. And, uh, by looking at the, 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 the roughly sketched map that the others made, and when you all pulled your your um, memory of what went on in the house, um, you know that there are two doors, one either side of the of the staircase, which would just be round the corner to the right from where you are. Now, if I remember the door that he came out of, because I saw him come, we, I, we actually went. You, into you the are room. you are currently standing in the doorway that he came out came of. out of. Okay, yes. so. Uh, so, so there's a door. I'm just going to open the closest door and try and peek in. I want to do this quick. I feel like I'm wasting too much time. I'm um, still going to um, be... The, the, physically, the closest door would be just around the corner to the right, and that would that would be the one just before the stairs. Now, that's not the one... Was that the one... Could I assume that's the one we saw the light going on and off? That would go the, left um, out of? No, where you saw the light going on or off, on and off would be um, presumably somewhere behind uh, the door at the end of the hallway. That's the one I want to go to. Okay. I'm just finding out whether or not this door is locked. Bear with me. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. 
because now I'm starting to get a little nervous being in here. I think I'm wasting time. Okay. Um, the door, the door, surprisingly, the door is not locked. Good. Um, and uh, when, you, when you open the door, you can, you can tell immediately, just from the, the crack around the door, that there is, there is light in the room, but it seems to be quite a dim light. Can I try and peer through the keyhole, or? Uh, you can, yes. I'm gonna attempt that first. Okay. Um, you look through the keyhole, and I guess it must be a theme in this house. Uh, this is also quite a, a dirty keyhole. <laughs> um, so, <sighs> It's difficult at first, and you, you even have to sort of like bring yourself back and just sort of blow into the uh, the, the keyhole to get a, a look. Um, and you can't at first you can't quite work work out what you're seeing because it's just sort of quite a strange shape, and you're looking with one eye, so you, you've not got much of a sense of of, of um, depth of field, but um, you become sort of horribly aware that you're you're looking at a a, a skinned corpse. Um, and oh, hang on! This is no, you've seen this before. This is um, this is that that skinless pope from the mansion. Wow. All right, so this must be to me. It, it's the witchcraft room. I'm just gonna try try the door very lightly and and open open it. Yep. The uh, the door opens, and uh, you um, walk into the room. And the skinned corpse lunges at you. Really? Shit. Do I make? Can I make a dodge or? Yes, make a dodge roll. No. Sixty-six out you, of forty. You you fail your 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 dodge roll and, and uh, you lose your footing. And you just um, you, you, you tumble to your knees and and just look up. Um, this preserved cadaver that has been um, seemingly mounted in quite an aggressive pose, um, lunging towards the door. But um, as as you as you as you you're sitting there on the ground, feeling quite quite shaken. Um, it takes you maybe a good 10 or 15 seconds of, of really resolute staring at this thing to, to decide that it's, it's definitely not moving. And, and, you know, you, you stand up and look at it from different angles and, and, um, 
no, no, this, this, this is just, this is just that stuffed thing from the house. It's fine. It's, it's, it was just your imagination. It's fine. Now is the ring back on its finger? No. Okay. No, it doesn't have either the ring or the robes or the hat. Um, it's, uh, it's just been mounted. Um, uh, it's got a sort of, um, a, a series of wire stands attached to it behind its legs and back. And um, it's, it looks like he's just mounted it just purely as an anatomical model. Right, I want to shake off the, the heebie-jeebies and then take a look around the room, see if there's like, uh, uh, whatever, like a dais or something with a book open on it, possibly, or? Um, there, there's a, there is a, um, a, a desk, uh, which, which seems to have a, um, a, a large book of some sort sitting on it. I'm going to go over and take a look at it. Um, it appears to be uh, a ledger. Um, you know, looking through it, the, uh, the entries are arranged by date. Um, but they seem to consist of a... Um, Two or, or sometimes uh, uh, a three-letter um, or some sort of three-letter code like MH or YR um, next to a place name like Paris or Lyon um, and uh, a running total for uh, for each day. Give me an intelligence roll. I was going to say it might be the amount of guillotines killed with that sigil. Well, there you've 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 got it without needing to okay. make the intelligence roll. So um, I'll give you that. Um, I'm going to grab the book and put it under my arm and continue to look. I don't want to spend too much time reading, and but I'm going to take it with us. That way we could. Like, okay. Time. I mean, give me a. Um, you can give me a um, a spot hidden. Before you, you shut that. 57 out of 70. Okay, before you shut the book, um, you do notice something. Okay. You notice that the, uh, the last entry, there's a running total running down all these things. Um, and I just dropped the ledger there, so you know these. Oh, sorry. Oh, how do I get it back in the game? Um, <laughs> oh no, this has gone. Um, this has gone weirdly meta. Hang on, <laughs> I'm just trying to bring it back. Oh, oh, hang on. What's this slot under here? <laughs> this one with all the slime coming. Oh, fucking hell. Yeah. <coughs> um, So you, you, you do look on the last uh, page that's actually got an entry on it. And um, it's almost like you can feel your heart um, rise up into your throat a little bit when you see that the number written there is 9,946. Wow. All right, so I'm going to close that, and I want to 
I need to find the other books, the, whatever the magic book, the witchcraft book. Okay. Um, I'm going to take that ledger with me. I'm not leaving it. I'm just... All right. Okay. You, you, you take that with you. Um, uh, well, I mean, there's, there's, there's the desk and the area around the desk where you immediately are. Um, there's well, the 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 area um previously uh, it's like really it's it's like one it, it when you walk into this room after you've got over the shock of seeing this anatomical thing there um and getting an idea of the layout of the room it's very much like it was three rooms of equal size but someone has come along uh at the at the end of the room where the doors were and has just knocked those out. So it's basically just a big open room, but there are still the two walls, the two dividing walls are still sort of there in the middle. Um, and in the middle there between those two walls, that's where the desk and a sort of impromptu little study is. At the other end um, where the, uh, the cadaver is, that's where you came into the room. And presumably there is a third section that you haven't yet explored beyond there. Um, but if you want to give me a, a spot hidden roll quickly, 30, yeah, three zero out of 70. So that, uh... Well, you're, um, you're having a poke around the desk to, um, to see if you can find anything, um, anything else that looks like it might be germane, particularly in anything relating to this book that uh, Guillaume spoke about. And... Um, Your eyes keep getting drawn back to um, a pamphlet that's pinned uh, on the wall just above the uh, the desk, um, entitled uh, "The Festival of the Supreme Being." And um, you, you've seen these uh, around the place; um, they're, they're slapped all over the walls and. Uh, Telephone boxes and pissoirs all over the place. We don't have pissoirs; it's the 18th century. Um, <laughs> but um, it it, uh, it just it's 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 calling on all citizens to to uh, attend this upcoming celebration uh, um, on on 20 prayer or what used to be June the 8th, um, which is the uh, this this new um, revolutionary new uh, um, religion that um, they're going to have. And the, in fact, the opening line of the pamphlet says, uh, the French people recognize the supreme being and the immortality of the soul. Um, a phrase that uh, you, you, you've seen uh, inscribed into, uh, in, into the arches above church doors since the revolution. All right, I'm going to leave that pamphlet there, but take into account to remember that date and uh, what it is okay all right and now i'm going to try and search the other area that i haven't been to yet because okay now you know when you're trying to do something either sneakily or or with a set time the more time you take it seems like it's hours even though it's only been a minute passing i'm starting to get that little like um I won't call it desperation, but like anxiety possibly building. And I feel like I've been in here for an hour, even though it's only been about five minutes. Okay. Um, 
Let me just have a look on the map here, which is pages and pages and pages and pages away from that. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Um, Well, really, I mean, you're looking around, and, and at first you're, you're taken by the fact that there isn't really an enormous amount of stuff of particular interest here, other than the ledger. And, um, but then uh, something something strikes your eye. Um, make a. Um, Make a spot hidden roll for me, please. 38 out of 70. Up against the wall, um, at the other end of the room, um, are a couple of old canvases. It's, it's not really... Um, it wouldn't be fair to describe them as paintings because they're, they're, they look more like the sort of thing that someone makes um, when they're learning to paint. They're, they're very, very amateurish paintings. And, um, you, you, you know, they, 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 they seem to have been stored um, without frames and uh, up against the wall, um, facing the wall, not, not displayed in any way. Um, they are in, in, in every respect unremarkable. Um, what is remarkable, however, um, is, uh, the small locked cabinet, um, that, uh, they seemed to have been obscuring. All right, so I'll move the paintings out of the way and take a closer look at this cabinet. Um, it's sort of bolted to the wall, as best you can tell. Um, it's uh, oh no, no more than a no more than a foot and a half high, and uh, the, the the same, perhaps a little less wide. And um, it has um, quite a sturdy lock on 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 the front of it, and um, it looks, in, in many ways, I'd say it looks much like a um, a smaller and, and not quite as imposing version of, of a safe. It, it looks secure, but it's it's it doesn't look like something that would, for example. Um, hold up to um, uh, you know the kind the kind of wholesale battering that a safe would take. Okay. Now, are there any hinges or like it's wooden, but it's it's like a hardwood. Now it's uh, it's it's a metal it's it's, a, metal. it's a metal box. Yes, it's. Um, Well, it's difficult. It's, it's either it's either it's metal or it might just be um, wood with some with some thin metal plates um, attached to the outside for effect. I mean, it. it I don't know. No, it's very difficult to tell. You know, I mean, you're 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 a Vivandier, Jim. 
uh, not a doctor, damn it. Now, unless there's somebody in the other room or down on the first floor, I don't think, like, I'm going to just kind of pull on it a little. I'm not going to, I don't think I'm going to be able to budget. I'm just going to try. Yeah, it's it's solidly attached to the wall. I, I, I think the best bet is for me to run down and uh, get a uh, deploy in here, and maybe the two of us could just crack it open and run for the hills. Okay, um, make a stealth roll, please. And when I get to the stairs, I want to kind of slide down the banister and not walk down the stairs. Because I remember one of those steps distinctly squeaking. Because you want to have fun. Uh, roll, roll, roll versus acting like a nine-year-old. <laughs> well, I remember when I hit one of those steps, it squeaked super loud. Save, save versus neoteny. <laughs> uh, 45 if it's a stealth roll. Okay. All right, well, I'll, I'll, I'll say that just, just broadly by making the stealth roll, you have successfully managed to get down there quietly by, a, by whatever means you've, you've chosen to, right. uh, to utilize. Um, and you find yourself uh, at the back door. Um, as I explained earlier on, there is a sort of viewing port in the back door. And on the other side of the back, the back door, you can quite clearly see Dupois. I'm going to open you it look up. look at him. He looks back <laughs> at you. And I, I tell him, Dupont, I have the ledger, but I, we need the book. It's in a small safe. It's attached to the wall. I can't budget. We're going to need your strength or, or some noise, one of the two. I don't think anybody's here, but I didn't check. I think there's two rooms I didn't check. I'm, I'm, uh, didn't this check. is a whisper. Right. You didn't I'm not to see if anybody was here. Okay. Uh, show me. So can I open the door or do I need a key? That's the problem. Do you need um, a key inside? Well you can you can try and open it. Right. I was thinking it was a key from either side though. All right. Um is if I can open it, I'll open it. Uh, it's locked. Yeah. Um <laughs> oh. Maybe the front door. Okay, make another stealth roll. 33 out of 70. Okay, you tiptoe to the front door. I checked that lock. Uh, that is also locked. No bar, or it's uh, need a key to? It's, it's not barred, but it does appear to be locked. Damn it. <laughs> um, Go make sure there's nobody in the house. I'm gonna search the rest of the house. I'm gonna open all the doors. If I find somebody, let me know. <laughs> Basically, I'm just gonna go to each room systematically and, and make sure it's clear. Okay, uh, give me a stealth roll. Oh, six. Okay, um, now give me two. Spot hidden rolls. I failed one. And the second is a 50 out of 70. I failed the first, I passed the second. Okay, well you go upstairs. Um, you check the two remaining doors upstairs. Um, 
one of the rooms um, is absolutely pitch black. Um, it's just uh, the, the, the angle of it, uh, where it is in relation to the, 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 the study, where the, where the light is, um, and uh, the, the small amount of light filtering in through the, the windows. Um, it's just not, not quite enough to get an idea of what's in the room. You can see a few sort of rough shapes. Could be furniture, could be boxes. Difficult to tell. Um, but in the other bedroom, uh, well, it's it's not much better at first. You 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 your eyes are very much adjusted to the dark from from moving around this house. But um, again, it's it's difficult to make things out in the dark sometimes. And you're you're kind of peering at what you think is a bed, trying to work out what it is that's that's been chucked on top of it when um, it suddenly moves, uh, well, shifts a bit, and um, you hear the sound of quite a large fart from the other <laughs> side of the room, Follow, followed by the, the, the soft creak of a bed spring. As, as whoever it is settles back in. I'm going to put the books down at the front of the door. I'm going to take both of my daggers out. Not even being quiet, I'm just going to run into the room and, and towards the upper part of where I think the chest and head would be. And I'm just going to put a, a rapid series of stabs into, and into it. You're going to perforate him. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, I'll tell you what. Um, because it's um, that would be uh, at point blank range, and we're talking about a, a flurry like that. I mean, essentially, that's gonna that's the the coup de gras is gonna be the combat there, isn't it? So what I'm gonna do is um, I'm just gonna get you to uh, make a dexterity roll for me. All right. Good job. Jeez. 40, 40. Is it, is it ironic that he fumbles the dice while he's doing it? <laughs> <laughs> no, it went all the way to the back, past the papers, everything. Almost fell off the back of the desk. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you, people. you leap. You literally just leap into this room. And... Um, Start just laying in to to this this person on the bed, um, and uh, and you hear you hear Beaumont's voice going, "Why are you your what?" No, you don't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you, you you start absolutely laying into this thing. Um, with the knives, and you, you, it's almost like you've gone, you've, you've, you've seen the red mist for a moment, and just hacking into this thing. Um, and you, you become aware while while you're doing this that, that, that actually, yeah, you're fighting quite quite a large man. Um, you'd imagine it's probably one of the footmen. 
but um, you, you, you managed to do this. Um, and by now, you know, you, there's, there's blood everywhere. There's a very strong smell of hot metallic blood in this room with you. And um, you turn around um, just to sort of orientate yourself. Check your six o'clock, as it were, after, after you've done it. Just a natural sense of paranoia. Um, and you see there is a large, uh, half-dressed man standing in the doorway, um, holding a candle and, and looking at you with abject horror as he just gazes into this room, which, as the candlelight drifts in with him, um, you now realise you, you have absolutely painted this room with blood. <laughs> I um, am... Before I'm going to say you've, you've potentially got the move on this guy because he's absolutely aghast at what he's just seen. I'm just going to whip one of the daggers across the room at him and then follow, leap with the other one. If that's uh, possible. Give, 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 give me a throw roll then, please. 35 out of 40. Okay, and uh, roll for damage, please. That would be what, D4, right? For yes, I believe so. Four. <laughs> okay. Um, no damage bonus. You... Um, you throw your uh, your dagger into the, the the sort of well, it's difficult to tell. I mean, the guy's got a, ca a candle with him. All you can see is a, a large mass of person. It's it's impossible to see where you've actually hit him. Um, but clearly, you do hit him because you see the candle falls to the ground, uh, fluttering but still lit. Um, and he lets out a volley of abuse at the top of his lungs and just just starts screaming abuse at you. Now, if possible, I just want to leap off the bed and try and jump on him with the other dagger. Do I hear anything? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you, you hear the, the sound of... Um, Struggle, obviously. Uh, you, you can no, you, you can clearly hear a man's voice letting out a stream of choice obscenities from inside the building. I'm gonna, I'm gonna break down the door. I'm gonna lean into it and see if I can break the lock. Okay, uh, give me a strength roll, please. Uh, Nineteen out of my strength is eighty, almost an extreme. Oh yeah, yeah, you've got that one. Yeah. Okay. I've I've got out my knife and I'm running in and up you, the stairs. You, you barge through the door and the uh, the frame shatters and um, you, you you pile uh, through the drawing room into the sitting room and up the stairs. Um, you get to the top of the stairs. Um, and bearing in mind, there's, there's still a little bit of light coming up the stairs from the, the, the sitting room. Um, there is a half-naked man there, just um, 
uh, wearing his uh, what would you? I don't know what they even called them back then. I'd call them long johns. That's obviously yeah. not what the French called them. But he's just wearing like a pair of breeches. Breeches, they. He's just wearing a pair of breeches and um, and is and is uh, bare chested, and and you could see that he um, there's a big dark patch right. which you take to be blood. Um, and sort of hanging out from sort of about halfway down the right side, just at, just at the sort of the, the the bottom of the right side of his ribs, um, at a really strange sort of outward angle, um, there appears to be just a knife sticking out of his torso, um, and this this guy is frothing at the mouth now. He is absolutely. Furious. If I'm coming up from behind him and I'm moving quickly, I'm going to clamp a hand over his mouth. Well, you're you're kind of coming up, um, sort of side on. Okay. Sort of enfilade, um, because he you're you're coming up the stairs, and uh, the room, the doorway is round just slightly to the left of the end of the stairs, and he is standing directly at the top of the stairs but um, facing towards the door. All right. So he's side on and you're facing the left-hand side of him. Well, I'm going to try to stick my uh, knife in his neck. Okay. Okay, give me a roll for uh, a hit roll. 24 out of 85. That is a hard. Okay. Um, and roll for damage, please. Uh, knife, it's a 1d4 plus 2 plus damage bonus for me. Where is my d4? Plus 2 plus damage bonus. Uh, 6. Ugel. Um, you were, you were this thundering coming up the stairs and, um, the, the next thing you know, um, just the, the, uh, the blade of a knife has just poked out of the, <laughs> the front of this, this, this guy's, uh, throat and, um, he has he brings up his hands and grabs his throat and and just uh falls to the ground um still alive but um gurgling and and um obviously mortally wounded <laughs> i mean he's kind of attempting to get up but you can just see that just the, the you know the the the, the life blood is flowing out of him far, fast enough that he's he's losing uh, reason and consciousness very quickly uh, i just wanted to shut him up you see me standing on the bed like covered in blood heart beating like 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 a madman red is a good color on you have my hair is all out and long there may be neighbors. We must uh, we must act quickly now. Show me, show me the box. What took you so long? And I laugh and I run to the other 
What took me so long was the fucking door. <laughs> you know, it was a joke, though. It was, I'm not being serious. And I run to the other room and I go, see, voila. Is it once again a lock like a lock? Um, it's a small locked cabinet. Um, which looks like it's either made of metal or maybe just covered in a sort of decorative layer of metal. And there is a uh, there's a lock hole. There is just yes, there's a keyhole. Uh, I'll I'll try once more to uh, pick the lock. Okay. Uh, give me a roll for that, please. Check if there's a drawer or anything around. Check the drawer. See if there's a key. I'm gonna run back to the desk. Uh, the that time me. I got. 37 out of 55. And actually search underneath the that, the, the drawers. Like sometimes they, they put them, they stick them under the drawer. Well, you don't find anything under the drawers. Um, Dupois in the, in, the, in the locker, in the cabinet, um, you find what seemed to be um, some uh, cylinders um, containing what look like old scrolls. Um, and uh, some leather-bound books uh, written um, it's probably Latin. You think it's probably Latin. It might be, it might be Italian, but it's, it's probably Latin. Are they black? Um, uh, kind of blackish, brownish. Um, and a whole fucking oh, library. Both of you make an intelligence roll. Twenty-seven out of seventy. Didn't pass. Ugel, um you remember um, there was there was uh, about half an hour. When, when you were clearing out Fenelik's mansion, um, when uh, Captain Malone had uh, had finished making his inventory, and uh, they just sent a few a few men around the place just to make sure there was no one else hiding out in the the, the attics or you know the, the, these older houses sometimes had priest holes or things like that. Um, and while while they were doing that. Um, the, the the wounded men were getting patched up and some of the men who'd seen some of the, the more shocking events were were downing some wine and trying to deal with what they were were dealing with and and you were just sitting on the back of the uh the car um next to a box that contained things that had been uh confiscated from the the cellar and you remember that there were um, a number of, of um, leather-bound books, old leather-bound books. Um, and as you look at these books, and it's not the books themselves or anything that's in them, but there's just one or two of them, and you just, you just recognize just... Um, maybe one of them you recognize the the the, the style of the penmanship um and, and another one is kind of kind of weird but the other one there's this um uh, uh there's a big um damp mold patch 
that someone's cleaned off the inside of the book and it looks exactly like a sunflower. And you remember seeing that when you were sitting there that morning as the sun was coming up and thinking how incongruous it was that it looked like a flower in the midst of all this, this horror. Um, and blow me down if that you open one of these books and there's that same mold patch. And you know instantly these are these are the same book, and you know there were uh, there were a couple of others with them. In, in particular, there was a big black one with um, uh, metal bindings on it. But that doesn't seem to be here. Um, Dupois. Oui. Um, while Ugel is looking through these books. Um, and because you haven't been in this room before and you've only opened the cabinet, um, I'm going to let you do a spot hidden because I'm just going to say that while he's doing that, you're just sort of absent-mindedly looking about the room. Well, I'm, I'm going to turn the place over. I mean, okay, all right. Yep, that's even better. It's not like we're pretending like we didn't break in at this point and everybody in here is dead, so I got an 07. Okay. Um, you start searching the room and uh, Shit. Very... <laughs> and it's the fuzz. <laughs> Sorry. Go Hello! Hello! <laughs> no, no, no. What is this? What is going on here? Let's be having you. Oh, no, it's a fair cop, Governor. <laughs> it's crackers to give a Rosa the Dropsy and Snide. Um, I, I forgot what I was doing now. Um, oh, yes, right. So you, you start casting an eye around this room. And initially, you're thinking, oh, yeah, right, we've got to find this book. But, um, You know, you lose interest after a while. You just start thinking, actually, well, maybe there's just something here that's worth a few quid, um, you know, a few sous. Um, so you start casting your eye about, and um, you're immediately drawn to the bookshelves. And you think, well, uh, yeah, some, some of these have got to be worth it. Some people, I mean, I know, maybe not now, but... You know, if you go to another country, there are still going to be universities and academics. You know, maybe you could steal some of these books, sell them for a little bit. And um, you're looking for anything that looks nice and old and impressive, like a nice old Bible. And you see a sort of um, a sort of a, a gold, a golden glint, and immediately you think gold. Ooh. And your eyes drawn to that. Um, rather disappointingly, you see that it's just a book um, with what appears to be quite sturdy brass bindings. So I'm going to grab the book and pull it out. And is it black? It is. Uh, black leather. A black book, yes. Is there anything written on the outside? Um, yes. Um, it has, uh, 
Hang on, bear with me. Uh, no, there's nothing written on the outside. Sorry. Okay. Um, I'm going to pop the clasps and I'm going to look inside, just open it to see if it looks like magical shit. Um, you open it at a, a random page. Um, and uh, it's just... Um, It's, it's not very. It's not a very well made book. It's the the the, the penmanship's terrible, but it, it does appear to be in Latin, and it's clearly it's it's very old. It's you know, um, you know nothing about this, but looking at it, you know that it's it's an old book. If you were forced as a soldier to to give uh, more information than that, you would say probably it's a properly old book. Okay, I say I don't know if this is it or not. Suddenly, I'm Hispanic. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is obviously having some sort of an effect on me. I, uh, I close okay. it and reclasp it. Okay. And to uh, these other books, I distinctly recognize them from the cart. These were taken from Fenelex. Bring them. Uh, I don't know. I uh, This might be something. It might not. Let's let's um, collect these books. Let's just smash this thing open. Let's find a candelabra or a piece of metal, something. Just bang the crap out of this this box. Open it. Get whatever's in there, and let's get the hell out of here. Oh wait, didn't we open the box? The cabinet. Yes, yes. You've already opened the cabinet. The cabinet. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. It contained just some uh, some some sort of old scrolls. Scrolls. So take them to. I don't think this could be possibly be the book because why would it be there on the shelf when he's got all of his valuable books in the the trunk? How many books total are we talking about? He's got quite a few over here. Ooh, um, there's a. I mean, there's a there's a great many books in there. Um, well, this looks like it's old, and it's probably the one. There's, there's, there's probably, I mean, there's probably about 70 or 80 books in this room, which um, in 1794 in revolutionary Paris is a very, very impressive library. Given now, that for most people at this point in Paris, that is just simply um, another form of heating. Okay. Now, is there any other books that are bound in metal? No. So, I want to say that should be it. I definitely want to take the scrolls. I'll take, let's go to the bed. Oh, it's bloody. Look for some type of cloth. Grab a pillowcase. Pillowcase yeah. if they had. I didn't know if they really used them, but grab a pillowcase, put the scrolls in, put the few books that I recognized in. Put the, the metal bound book in. See, and then if you could, like, what, whatever we could carry that's not going to weigh us down tremendously, we could still be able to run. And any other knickknacks that look like I could sell them for a loaf of bread or two. Okay. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say then that you know, I'll, I'll let's let's say um, to to save time that while you were going down to the the, the kitchen. Um, you, you would have grabbed whatever you could find down there as, as you were continuing to to go through the house. So you, yes, you've managed to get some provisions and 
and bits and pieces and probably one or two things that you will uh, be able to barter later. Oh, yeah. um, and probably fill the pillowcase with them uh, to, to take with you as you leave. And I think on that note, with you um, fleeing the house... Um, if, it if it weren't an apartment attached to other houses with people in them, I'd say burn the fucking ground, but we don't want to kill anybody else. Yeah, I've already almost did that myself, but I, I decided against it. Okay, so, well, as you, um, as you rush out into the street, um, you are joined by Baban and, and Prezi. Um, right. there's, there's no, there's no time for a happy reunion with Prezi because li literally like you, you've come out, they literally emerge from the shadows and start sort of sneaking off with you. Um, so, so clearly they've been waiting out there for you. Okay. Baban, uh, carry some of this shit. <laughs> There are there are people there are people about more people than you would expect at this time of night, okay, and, so and there are lights there are lights on in the other apartments, and there are more lights going on with, go with every go, passing go. moment. That that people have heard uh, this this commotion, and it it's it's late at night, and and people are asleep, and perhaps they don't want to be aroused. Uh, they won't. Sorry, they don't want to be roused. But um, it's, it's France. They want to be aroused. They're French. <laughs> but um, it's, it's not xenophobic. It's, it's complimentary. Um, but um, eventually, people are going to start waking up. Right. They're uh, that, so, yes. So now is, is definitely the time to, uh, to make a move. So under cover of darkness, you make your exit and uh, head back to your... Uh, CD disreputable and buggy lodgings. Excellent. And that is where we will pick it up next time. Our players included Fred Carter, Luke Strom, Jason Melnichok, and myself with Mick Swan as a keeper of the secrets. We're currently producing up to four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. If you'd like to become a patron, visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar or two a month helps us a lot. You can find the link in the description below. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch that bell icon for updates on our latest shows and leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of HP Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck. Good gaming. <laughs>